In today's show, it's time for sleepers or undervalued players, however you want to say it, for fantasy basketball, category leagues, Yahoo, ESPN, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. No, I'm not. I'm not at Yahoo Sports Australia anymore. Scrap that. Forget that. You can find me on Twitter as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram, at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. Thanks for also making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. It's time for sleepers. We did points league sleepers. We did uh, points league busts. Now we're going to do category league sleepers. And then tomorrow, category league busts. We're going to cover Yahoo and ESPN. Their X rank or ESPN's category ranks. Because when you go into a draft room, that is the default way they are sorted. ADP eventually catches up to rankings. Usually, you see the adjustments come. As soon as a big ranking adjustment comes, the ADP follows along. So that's what we're going to be looking at here. Now, are these sleepers or undervalued players guaranteed to win your league? Of course not. They're just guys that I think are going too late. Some of them will work out. Some of them won't. It's the nature of the business. It's the nature of the sport. It's the nature of playing fantasy. We look at it and try and look at it from multiple different angles of why this might happen, why this won't happen, and where the value can be. And then weird stuff happens all the time. And that's how we try and address this. So we are going to look at it, try and figure out where we can get some value at the moment on the 3rd of October that I'm recording this, unless Yahoo drops another updated rank, which they might in a week or so. We're going to talk about where some value sits. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> Start with Yahoo. And I'll say this uh, straight off up the top. Yahoo and ESPN's category ranks, ranks are remarkably similar. Um, some might say it's not coincidence. I don't know. They are almost identical in spots. Like, actually unbelievable. ESPN put an update out about a week after Yahoo's or whatever. Um... It's staggering to me how much the same they are. It's it really is. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's strange. They are so all these ones that I'm going to say here for Yahoo. If you're going to be watching for ESPN later, I encourage you to keep watching. They're almost all going to be the same because they're almost all ranked at exactly the same spot or one or two off. It's mind blowing. In saying all of that, let's take a look at where these guys are sitting on Yahoo. I think LeBron at 22 is silly. Why is he so low? He was fourth last season, and I don't expect that. Right, he had one of the best free throw percentages of his career. His block rate was double the year before because he played a lot at center, and he played 37 minutes a night. I don't think those three things maintain. One of them might, but all three don't. But at the end of the first round, pick 12, 13, 14, makes sense. 22 does not especially with so much uncertainty, like Kyrie, Paul George. 
Kawhi. You know, do you expecting a jump up from Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards, Cade Cunningham? Maybe you are. But LeBron at 22 seems, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense to me. <clears throat> His next one doesn't make any sense either. Shea Gildas-Alexander at 58. Well, it makes some sense. Because Shea has this MCL issue to start the year. <clears throat> I think he might miss a week. I think he's going to be okay. Yes, there's a risk of other injuries at times. But at pick 58, that's you know, almost round six. It's the end of round five. This is a top 30 player on a per-game basis. At worst, I would say. Maybe top 20 per game. And they have just aggressively bumped him down. Both sides the same amount, coincidentally. Um, bumped him down to yeah, 58, which is where you're looking at Jalen Brunson territory. Um, yeah, it's OG Ananobi territory. Like, Shea's much better. But people are panicked, obviously, by the knee injury and have dropped him. It's too far down. I'll take him before 50 pretty easily. Maybe even 40. 40 before 40. Like, I'd be okay with it. I think Zion at 50 is too low. Again, people are scared of injury. I get that. He's fine. At the moment, he is healthy. He is looks in great shape. I think he's going to put up monster numbers. Now, yes, he's had two of his three seasons cut short or eliminated entirely by injury, which is obviously a horrible record. All right, we know that. There's, there's no doubt about that. But as I tried to show with some correlation stuff um, earlier in the preseason, games played year on year are at best very weakly correlated. Otherwise, they're just not correlated at all. Missing 20 games the year before doesn't mean you missed 20 this season. Or playing 78 doesn't mean you play 76. It's such a weak, weak correlation. I do have always concerns with guys coming in with significant injuries, but he's healthy. Like someone told me my team that I drafted the other day was so injury prone because I had Ingram and Beal on it. Oh, what about their injuries? Like, they're fine. They might get injured, but there's nothing to suggest that they're going to get injured and miss the same amount of games or close to it again. So I like Zion a lot. It could blow up in my face, of course, but I like him. Um, same with Ben Simmons. I I think he's ready to go. Apparently, there's no minutes restriction. He's back. He's fine. He's at 83 on Yahoo. He's a top 50 player. Yes, it's got to fit the right build. Punt free throws is going to be necessary. He's probably not going to score well. Rebounds, assists, steals would be great. Field goal percentage would be really good. 83 is way too low. Way too low for Ben Simmons. Jaron Jackson's at 147. Now, I just said, I don't love drafting guys coming into the season with an injury. 147 is your last round. No, no, no. Round 11 or the back end of round 10, that's your bench. You drop your bench guys all the time. You grab them there. You grab him in round 10. The end of round 10, pick 118, 119, whatever. Pick 110 if you want. You grab him in round 11, so 122, 123. You slide him straight into IR and you grab someone off the waiver wire because... The odds are, is the people you pick in round 12 or 13, you're going to drop them after two days anyway and grab the hot free agent. So, you know, whatever you do, like you've got that spot, you, you move him to the um, bench, to your injured reserve slot, you grab someone off the wire, and then you just drop that guy and grab someone else off the wire. That's just how it works, right? This is a guy, like that pick that you might make in round 12 or round 11, is probably gone by the 25th of October anyway. So, might as well grab someone, put him in injured reserve, if you've got, especially if you've got multiple, 147 is the last round. Don't wait that long. Devin Vassell is coming in. He's up to 86 on Yahoo. He took, he's, we've got the preseason game at the moment for the Spurs going on. 
Um, took a lot of shots in that game. Missed a lot early. But I think that there is 20, 30 spots of value still to come out of that for Vassell. I wouldn't take him at 50. Probably wouldn't take him at 60, but 65 onwards, I would. But you got a lot of value there coming in at 86. Larry Markin, I thought, looked good for the Jazz today, in line with what I'm expecting. 180s weight sides, 30 spots too low, at least. Maybe It might be 50 spots too low. I really like Lowry in round, maybe round five, definitely round six, absolutely round seven. Love the value. And I think cousin Kevin Porter Jr. at 105 is too low. I know people panic. Oh, the turnovers, don't care. Free throws, there's room for improvement there, right? But we also have to remember that if you are in a situation where you are you're just manically guarding your free throws, maniacally is a better word, guarding your free throws, then you're not going to draft him. But if you actually don't care about them or you're in a bad free throw spot, then he's 40 spots better than this. It's why rankings can be taken with a grain of salt, although people adhere very strictly to them. When you need assists and your free throws, you're sort of on the bottle and you don't care or you're already super strong in them, this guy's way better than that. And I'm not a big cousin Kevin Porter fan, as you know. But that's too low. Much too low, in my humble opinion. But I wouldn't say that LinkedIn jobs are too low. In fact, maybe they are because they should be number one in everyone's minds and hearts through our energy. LinkedIn Jobs is here to help your small business be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. I had a listener to the show commenting after the first LinkedIn read that I did telling me they got a job through LinkedIn Jobs for NASA in Australia. Sick, they got to come out here and live for a bit. Awesome. What you do, it's really easy. You create a job on LinkedIn Jobs. You add your job and then a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one. There you go, number one. They are right up the top in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We've got a preview happening over at the Ultimate Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022. Search for that wherever you get podcasts. I'm doing some stuff on there starting October 10th. We've got six separate shows, all the hosts across the network, Odyssey, NBA experts as well. Make sure you're checking out your absolute premium guide and preview to the upcoming NBA season. Let's look at some more sleepers on Yahoo, which then, of course, translates to ESPN because their rankings are the same for some reason. Um, <clears throat> I think the big fella, Kyle Lowry, is... I think he's ranked too low. Double-cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Now, if I told you this number, and I'm going to, I think you'd be stunned. Kyle Lowry, on a per-game basis, was 50th last season. 50th. He's... Current X-Rank is 95. Now, there was a lot of personal absences. He's old. He's going to be limited at times. Sure. All that's true. But that, it's too far, man. 90, uh, 75? 80? If he misses 40 games, worst case scenario, oh, well. You haven't killed yourself. But if he plays 60, have you got a fifth-round player in round seven, right? You might have. This one's... Foolish. Jamal Murray, the headmaster, is at 111. Why? I don't know. He is the Nuggets' starting point guard. He's never been out to the top 100 as a starter. He's coming back off a torn ACL, but a torn ACL is not what it used to be. 
in past days. This is one where actually ESPN isn't the same as Yahoo. It's not the same. It doesn't require the sporting equivalent of having your leg amputated. It's fine. It's 18 months later. Yes, you'll miss some back-to-backs early on. But this is stupid. This is so late. Um, Jabari Smith's at 137. If you're watching him play for the Rockets today, he looks pretty good. We've been talking about him as a pick in the 70s, 80s for a while. I don't know why they dropped him to 137. I think they'll be kicking themselves. He's going to come back up. There's no reason at all for Jabari Smith to be 137. This is one of the best ones on the board. If someone in your league is asleep and lets him fall, it's nonsense. Of course, he has been followed suit and dropped him down the same amount. 137 is crazy. Crazy low. Makes no sense. Absolute stupidity. And then there's the other Smith. Jalen. Stand by your man. He's at 142. Why? I have no idea. Absolutely none. Starting power forward for the Pacers. Yes, Miles Turner's there. It doesn't really affect sticks at all. This is a guy, again, 70 to 85 range. Why is he down in last round territory, or at least round 12 territory? Foolish. Foolish. Grab him. Absolutely no reason for him to be there. Um, This one. The double royal. Julius Randle. I get it. We hate him. Right, I don't like him as a player personally. 103 is too low. It's stupid. Do you think they're going to bench him for Obi Toppin, who also, despite some flashes, is not that good? I, I highly doubt it. Randall's going to have impacts on percentages and low defense. We, we, we know all of this. We know the follies with him. 103 is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Pretty sure Yahoo, and I'll do the bus for you um, tomorrow, put D'Anthony Melton at 92. Would you take D'Anthony Melton 11 spots higher than Julius Randle? Please say no. Please. Or if you say yes, say psych straight after it. Um, Cam Johnson's at 136. We knew he was going to be the starting power forward. It's been confirmed. The benefit there is that we know that Jay Crowder, they're going to try and trade him. Now, I don't know if they're going to get anyone back to replace him. They might not. They might just be playing Tory Craig. Tory Craig? Yeah, Tory Craig as the backup four. And that helps him. 136 is too low. Should be around the 100 mark, I would think. Kelly Olenek at 219. He's the starting center for the Jazz. He probably won't play 30 minutes, but if he does, that's a top 50 player. All right, 25 minutes, it's a top 120 guy. You love him. Last round, round 12. I even don't mind it round 11. 219 suggests that I wouldn't touch him in an 18-team league, which, of course, is insanity. I like Jalen Suggs this season. I'm not going to go crazy and say he's a fifth-round player or a sixth-round player, but at pick 100, when I'm looking for steals and some assists, he's an an option. 172 tells me again he's a 14-team league last-round guy, and I don't believe that at all. I think, well, he, let's put it this way. I don't think he can be a worse shooter than last year, hitting 21% of his shots, and I think 34 overall. He can't be worse. And Fultz is out, and Harris is out. He's got an opportunity to start the season big and establish himself. Hopefully he stays uh, uh, healthy after this thumb and ankle surgery that he had to go through last season, which was annoying. These other guys are too low as well. Isaiah Jackson at 152. Look, I get it. Miles Turner is apparently going to stay there. But even in a reserve role, Isaiah Jackson's a top 120 player. This is last round stuff. And I'm not a handcuffed person for fantasy basketball. But if you draft Miles Turner, you grab Isaiah Jackson at 100 because he can provide value in a backup role. And then if Turner is traded... You've just basically replaced Turner's numbers with a guy already on your roster. 
Like, I think that's an unbelievable guy to grab if you grab Turner. And I am not a handcuff person. Like, I am not grabbing Montrez Harrell if I've drafted Joel Embiid because Montrez Harrell is going to play 15 minutes and be the 200th best player. And then when he starts, when Embiid is hurt, oh, the numbers will be okay. Jackson might play 18 minutes a night when Turner's there and be 120th still usable all that time. And then Turner's out through the roof. Bang, let's go. That's the difference. Um, Pat Beverly's at 233. Like I know the Lakers rotations all over the map. They should start him absolutely all the time. I don't know if they will. Yovan Buha seems to think they will, but they're running Kendrick Nunn as the starter there. Regardless, Beverly is at least a 14-team league guy. It might be a back-end 12-team league guy as a rebound, steals, three, some assist player. Not a usage guy, of course. The man on the street, Jordan Clarkson. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Like, rest in piss your field goal percentage. He's going to shoot a million times, but sometimes they'll go in. Maybe he gets four assists. Maybe Look, literally, maybe he averages 20 points a game. Maybe he gets traded and dicks you over. But 162 again. 156 players get drafted in the Yahoo League. So they said, Jordan, don't worry about him. Don't even draft him. Yeah, I think that's probably not the right advice. McGee's at 167. Similarly, they don't have him being drafted. He is going to start over Christian Wood. His upside is not that of a regular starter. So don't um, conflate starting to 30 minutes because it's not the same thing. He's probably a 21... 24-minute max guy, but 24-minute max guy might be 10 points on 64, 67, shit, 70% shooting just from catching lobs. It might be 1.7 blocks. It might be eight rebounds. And that's useful. When you're down in those categories and you need them late, he's there. You will know me from such rants as Lou Doherty is not good at fantasy basketball. But with, with Chet out, with Shea Hurt to begin the year, I don't know why Dort's at 157. No, my son is also named Bort. He's like 120th last season, so it's at least 30 spots of value if he just does what he does last season. And I don't he might not improve. But fine. I don't like this bloke either. Personal level or basketball player. Kendrick Nunn, 264th. But if he is, as reported, the starter at the moment, which is again what are we doing? But if he is, he's at least a last round flyer. He's at least a player that you should consider in 20 team leagues, which at 264, perhaps suggests that maybe you wouldn't draft him in 20 teamer. Don't know about that. And then Caleb Martin at 215. I don't know who the Heat are going to start. Maybe it is Yurt Seven. Maybe it is Haywood Highsmith. Maybe it is Martin. But I know that he is at least a flyer type that you look at. 170 rank might be okay with 110 upside. And you take him in the last round of a 12-teamer, you definitely take him in a 14-teamer, and you definitely take him in a 16-teamer. It might not work. It might be Yurt7. It might be Highsmith. It might be they go super small and have Struess and Hero playing in the starting lineup or Oladipo and Struess or Oladipo and Hero or whatever, and Butler at the four. But Martin played a pretty good role last season, and I think he's better than 215th. Simple as that. It's also simple to know that betonline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news and podcasting, and in-depth analysis, and articles on every game you can find, including the looming Monday Night Football Classic, the Rams versus the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Stafford, Cam Akers, who else do I know? Debo, is he playing? I hope he is, I like Debo. George Kittle, he's on my fantasy team. Hopefully he can do more than he did last week. But all those games, whatever games you want, they're going to be over there at BetOnline. 
It's your continued source for all sports wagering info with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's also the fastest and easiest way to check in on your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, playoffs are coming up, MMA, boxing, and on golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online is where the game starts. Now, I said it already, but the ESPN ranks are hauntingly similar to the Yahoo ranks. They bumped LeBron James down, wouldn't you know it, to 20. Wow. Almost the same as the 22 that is on Yahoo. So a lot of these names I've spoken about already because they're within one or two of where they're ranked on Yahoo. LeBron, yeah, he's a sleeper on ESPN. Shea at the unbelievably just shot in the dark, how could it possibly have happened, um, exact same ranking on ESPN as Yahoo at number 58. Yeah, it's a steal. Zion at 48. Yeah, two spots off his Yahoo one. I like it. They did drop Chris Middleton down a little bit too far to me, 52. Chris Middleton, I'll happily take in round four. He shouldn't escape round four, I don't think. So even if you know, it's get him at 45, like that's accounting for a little bit of drop to begin. And then I think he ramps up and is great towards the end of the year. They got Ben Simmons at 74, too low again. Jaron Jackson at 143, dropped him all the way down to the same number as you. Um, Marketing, they're a little bit better on, but I still think 92 is too low, and there's still value in getting Lowry at pick 92. And Cousin Kevin Porter, it's a little bit better over on ESPN, but still, I think he's like a 70s guy. Again, I take the flyer. I take the flyer on some scoring and assists upside. You cannot get these things later in drafts. It's so hard to find. And that's where the value gets boosted. And for those asking, I am going to do a categorical scarcity video showing you what stats come off the board in what round and how it tends to go based on ADP. We'll do that. Some other ESPN ranks, which are, again, just, it's, it's stunningly, stunningly similar. Stop me if you've heard these names before. Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Kyle Lowry's at 100. Yeah, it's too low. Jabari Smith's at 142. What are the odds that they'd put him both in the same area? I don't know. Sticks, Jalen Smith's at 117. Look at those two names in a row again. Shocking. Um, Cam Johnson at 120. Malcolm Brogdon at 123. Now, Brogdon, I think early on at ESPN was at 50, which of course was laughable. It made no sense at all. But now, I don't know if he's going to start. They started Derek White in the preseason game. But I think he's going to play at least 29, 30 off the bench. And finding point guards who have some efficiency value, I think he will boost his efficiency back up. Um, a pick 100 is great. Olympics at 202. Yeah, you, you take him. He, he should be drafted in all 12s. Jalen Suggs at 145. I like him 20, 30 spots higher than that. The steals and assists are valuable. And again, he cannot get worse. It is almost... It's almost impossible unless Anthony Davis is his shooting coach for him to be a worse shooter than he was last season. It's almost impossible. And Storm and Norman Powell, I think, is too low on ESPN. He's at 155. It looks like he's going to start. Now, Powell, the problem with Stormin is that outside of scoring, I don't know what else he does. He does it at good efficiency, but if there's not enough volume in it, then there's no rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. They're not coming. Doesn't really get to the line much. He'll hit some threes. He might be a 15, 16-point scorer, which is hyper-valuable late, but there's not much else there. But a 155 is the last pick in the draft. Sure, why not? Yeah. Round 11, round 12, I'll take Norman Powell without a problem in the world. Some other ones to round out ESPN's distinct list. Chris Duarte is at 161. 
I think he should be a 12-team league guy. I'm picking him routinely in round 11 or 12. I don't know whether him or Matherin start next to Bud Hill. Maybe they both do. But I know there's minutes for him. And I think we'll get some impression. He was wishy-washy last season, I thought, Duarte. But he's better than that. The man on the street again, Jordan Clarkson at 166. Yeah, now we go higher there. Pat Beverly at 204. JaVale McGee at 163. Heard these names before. Uh, Jaden McDaniels at 162. He's a lot lower on ESPN for some reason. I don't think he's got gigantic, huge upside because he's going to be the fifth offensive option. And he hasn't shown an ability to get bulk bushels of steals or blocks. But maybe he does. I think his rebounds will also take a hit. But he's worth a last-round pick. Um, Kendrick Nunn's at 295. I don't like the bloke, but it's too low. Lonzo Ball at 210. All right, he might not play this season. But you take him in the last round, at the very least. You put him in IR. If you need IR, you drop. He might not play, but he might. 210 is too low. And then Walker Kessler's at 196. He's the backup center over Azebuke. He might only play 18, 20 minutes, but high field goals, good rebounds, and the blocks are what we hope comes. I don't think they came in the preseason game today, but he's at least in a role. Yeah, ahead of like an uh, Agbaji wasn't in the main rotation. Horton Tucker wasn't in the main rotation. Fontecchio wasn't in the main rotation. Kessler was straight away. Defensively, he's really good already. You take him in the last round. You don't let him fall you know, to a last round, 16-team round, uh, player. That's not a great idea. So there's some sleepers. Again, this is a little bit different to the guys that we take in the last round. Some of them are. I did a whole video. Who would I take in the last round? I had about 20, 20, 25 guys, I think, on that list of guys who you take that upside pick on. So these are sleepers because that's the term that people use, but they're more undervalued people. Players who are around two rounds, three rounds, four rounds, too lowly ranked on the host site, whether that's ESPN or Yahoo, and I think you get value on them. Whether you get them at that spot or you get around earlier than that spot, I still think you've got plenty of space to get an improvement in your value on those players if you're getting them earlier than these spots or at these spots, which would be perfect. So let me know. Drop it down below in the comments. Hey, and hit subscribe. If you're on YouTube, do it. I'm so close to 50. I want to hit that 50K really close. About 50 people away from 50K. So hit it. That'd be great. Tell your friends. Share it. We've got more stuff coming. We've got a bust video coming tomorrow. ADP battle with Daniel Besmus Jr. Another mock draft, probably. So much stuff going on. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.